Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone on the call this morning that'd like to say hello? Good morning and praise God and happy Thanksgiving. Yay, happy Thanksgiving. Hi, good how morning. are you? Good I'm morning. Good. Happy Thanksgiving. We are bright and early. Yeah, I was wondering, was there going to be a call today? Yeah, um, Dion actually said it yesterday that that would okay. happen. It's like, okay. okay. So we'll, we'll see how many other people got the memo and we'll come on and say good morning. Anybody else just popping on that like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Hi, Susie. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. God bless you. God bless you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Can, you, can I ask if you can say a prayer for me? I'm, I'm hurting in my left knee again. You're hurting where? In my left knee. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Miss DVD and I'm Happy giving thanks every day. Susie, we gonna I, give thanks. We're gonna put that pain over there, not to see it no more. We're gonna claim the righteousness of God. We're gonna say we he was wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes, stripes, we, you are healed. Call it out today. That's our declaration today. Lord, we thank you because I am healed. Ah, to God be the glory. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Good morning. Came in on the prayer request. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Is there anyone else who just popped on who'd like to say good morning or happy Thanksgiving? Good morning. Good morning. This is Dion. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. Is there anyone who'd like to say good morning, who'd like to greet us this morning? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dee. It's Dee Dee. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless. Hey, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving. I'm just grateful that we see this day. You know, some people didn't, so we got to just be grateful, like Shell said. Thankful. Yeah. Thankful Thursday on Thanksgiving. Yes. Triple T. I'm sorry. Happy Good Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone else just logging on who'd like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Dion. I'm hosting the call today, but is there anyone who just signed on who'd like to say good morning? Okay. Can't hear clicks to know if there's any new people logging in, but if you just signed on and you'd like to say good morning, please do so right now. Good morning, Dion. This is Gloria. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Gloria. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning? 
Good morning. It's Miss B. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Miss B. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and get started with the call. Now, before we move forward, we're going to ask you to please mute your line so that we can proceed. I need everyone to please mute. Hello, my name is Dion, and I am your host, but I don't think everyone is muted. So, hello, my name is Dion, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Keep calling in during the month of November, where our monthly theme is entitled Leadership. Each declarer will focus on how leadership plays a vital role in planning, sowing, and reaping God's desires for us within the work we do for him. Make sure you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today, ladies. The Walk It Out Women's Call will not take place tonight. There were no prayer requests on the app, but I do want to remind everyone that the app is the best place to submit your request. And we did have one spoken request from Sister Susie, who is asking for prayer. She is hurting in her left knee. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. The the declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today, Mark 10, 42-45. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we're going to ask you again to please mute your phones and keep your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. I will bless the Lord at all times. Hallelujah. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Abba, Father, we just want to thank you this morning. We thank you for giving us new mercies. We thank you for waking us up in our right mind. We thank you for keeping us away from dangers, seen and unseen. We thank you for all that you've been doing in our lives as we come to you, as we enter your gates with thanksgiving and we enter your courts with praise. We do so knowing. Mm knowing that you are so wonderful, you are so awesome, you are so mighty and majestic. Majestic, you are a strong tower. You offer us protection and provision. You offer us peace that passes us all understanding. In you and in your presence is the fullness of joy. So we invite your presence into this call this morning, this day, this day that is known across our nation as the day of Thanksgiving. We don't want to meditate on those things that we can 
just offer up as a way of thanking you this morning. I thank you for your for your wondrous, mighty deeds that you've done throughout our lives. Right now, I ask, Lord, I ask that you would allow your will to be done on this day here on earth as it already is decreed and declared in heaven. We we ask that you would be with those families today that are mourning the loss of a loved one that may have died on this day or the, the loved one that didn't wake up this morning, the loved one that had an unexpected accident. God, we ask that you would give them a peace that passes all understanding. That as they sow in tears, they will reap in joy. We lift up those families that have division, those mothers that are sad because their siblings aren't communicating with one another or their children are vagabonds and prodigals and are lost here out in the streets. We ask that you would bring them comfort on this day, that you would offer a breakthrough and a reconciliation of those families. Those that are alone today, those that might be suffering with depression this morning, we we come against the spirit of suicide and premature death and we bind it in the name of Jesus. And we loose your word that says that they shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. But right now, right now I just want to ask that you would allow for those that are out and unhoused that are out in the cold that might be looking forward to one of the only good meals that they have that is given on this day that they wouldn't be lost and forgotten in the days and weeks and months to come. You would put it upon your people which are called by your name to take care of the widows and the poor, that we wouldn't forget about those that are the unhoused, that we would have an unction to go out and give them blankets and coats and go to our legislative departments and districts and ask that there would be a change in the way that the government does things for those that are unhoused, that there would be opportunities to get them into a place of shelter. I thank you that we know you as a healer, that we have testimonies of healing this day, for we know that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. We thank you for the blood that bought us with the price, the blood that cries out on our behalf with a message of forgiveness, the blood that cleanses us and makes us white as snow, the blood that covers a multitude of sin, the blood that was shed on Calvary, the blood that was sprinkled on the mercy seat in the courts of heaven. We thank you for the blood of the Lamb. We thank you that we speak our word of testimony and we tell about your goodness and we make our boast in you. That we are reminded that healing was already ours. That healing has already been decreed for us. And with faith, we can draw that healing into our bosom. We can draw that healing into our bodies. We can draw that healing into our minds. So I ask that we would have the posture in our hearts of one that we believe in, that we do not doubt, knowing that doubt is an antagonist of receiving the healing virtue in your miracle anointing. That we would not act for a prayer in doubt that we would not usher any prayer and doubt being uh, like the, the the wind on the sea that goes to and fro, that we would be double-minded and unstable in all of our ways. And anyone who is such a way should not expect anything of the Lord. So instead of doubt, we stand on that firm foundation, which is your word, and say we will be unmoved by the storms and the wind. We will be unmoved by the no's. We will be unmoved by the delays but we would stand firm on what you say, knowing that your promises are yes and amen, knowing that the gifts that you have for us are good. As you said in your word, if evil men give good gifts for their children, how much more the gifts that 
you have a half for us. So I ask that you would release those gifts today. I ask forgiveness of all sins, known or unknown, so that this prayer be not hindered and just, hallelujah, as you said, that we can come boldly before your throne during our time of need, just as you allow the children of Israel to release a shout and the walls of Jericho had come down. Let the breakthrough atmosphere be released by our praise, by our praise of thanksgiving and our sound. And as we take our phones off of mute, let us do so knowing the battle is already won, knowing the prayers were already heard and answered, knowing that everything that we have glory to your name, we have to be thankful for today. We think about how Jesus came and walked this earth and showed us and gave us the example of what it means to lead as a servant. How even though you allowed his name to be above every other name and how you said that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord, he still chose to make himself lower than the angels and to become a bond servant and a slave here on the earth. And he showed us by his example of even washing the feet of the disciples what it means to lead as a servant. So I ask that you would give us a servant's heart this morning. And as the declarer Tanya comes forth, let her words be covered by your glory that you would allow for a fresh anointing to touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet, and that her tongue would be the pen of a ready writer, and you would be that scribe, that she would decrease the Holy Spirit, you increase through her, that you would allow her words to be covered with revelation and insight and understanding, that they would bring clarity to the hearer, 
We thank you for hearing our prayers as you always hear them. For you said, behold, before you will call, I shall answer, and while you are yet speaking, I will hear. So we know you heard every prayer request. You heard every shout. You heard every glory sound. You heard it all. And you said in Numbers 14, 28, surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do the very things that I heard you say because we've asked these things, not of our own vain ambitions, but we ask them from a humble place, knowing there's nothing we can give you but a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart, but we need everything you can give us in this second and in this hour. We ask for your will to be done here on the earth as it is in heaven. We ask these things according to your will, God, and we have the confidence of knowing that if we possess anything which we ask of you, we have it right now. So we thank you for it, and we seal these prayers with the blood of Jesus, and it's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, Christina, can you hear me okay? Or Rochelle, please just let me know. Uh, you I continue to greet you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, it's good to be back with you all. Um, after an extended vacation and uh, being uh, having to readjust uh, to the time zone here, uh, I am thankful on this morning. Uh, and I want to say thank you to Dion and to Christina for your participation on this morning. And as always, um, uh, the folks that work behind the scene to make sure that this happens. I want to be respectful of everybody's time today. I know that there are people on the line that are probably cooking, um, getting things together for your Thanksgiving meals, and um, I don't want to distract from that, but I'm going to give you just a little bit uh, today, and then I'm going to release the call. We're going to release pretty early today. I'm only going to speak for a few minutes. Definitely want to honor the theme, which is leadership. Um, but I also feel I also feel um, the nudge to just talk a little bit more today about Thanksgiving and tie the two, not so much Thanksgiving the day, but uh, being thankful and having gratitude, because so often um, we can I let me talk about me <laughs> take things for granted because we have access to so much. But when you um, are placed in positions or situations where it causes you to pause for a minute and to uh, redirect or what have you, you know, it really puts things into perspective as far as um, what I have um, versus what I want, what I need versus what I want, those types of things. So, again, good morning to you all. If you don't know who I am, if you have not heard my voice before, I am Tanya, not Tanya, uh, and I uh, praise God for the opportunity to be with you guys this morning and to share what I have. So um, when I think about leadership, let me just say this. One of my favorite leaders in the Bible is David. I love David's heart. I love his, King David, King David. I love his um, uh how he is a worshiper. He was a worshiper. And it did not change, just because he was king, it did not change the fact that he was a worshiper. He started off as a worshiper. He's a young boy. And I'm, I know many of you know this story, um, how that because he was in solitude so much, he was an amazing musician um, that God anointed and taught how uh, to play various string instruments. And he had an amazing voice. Think about. Um, the most anointed male singer that you know, and um, that person would be in the category with David, but I have a feeling that David would supersede him um, because of the anointing over his life. His, his ability to worship and calm King Saul's demeanor, his spirit, drive out the evil spirit was, has always fascinated me. So back then they didn't have Xanax and, you know, the other medications that they can, that they give people today to help them with with anxiety. 
and so King Saul was so bad, um, they somebody discovered David and David would come in and he would he would really be worshiping as he played his instrument and drove out the evil spirit. So David is one of my favorite leaders. Um, and David didn't stop worshiping again once he became king. Another one of my favorite leaders is, oh, one other thing about David, he wasn't perfect. That's what I really love about him. David messed up time and time again. Today's leaders, <clears throat> today's leaders um, are a little bit different. Um, they don't very often don't, not all of them, but some of them, some of the ones that I've seen, don't really exercise the humility that is required uh, as a leader. And I thought about this, okay, I'm a, it's going to sound like I'm all over the map, but I promise I'm not. Y'all know how I, y'all know how I roll. So I thought about this nursery rhyme when Raven was teaching. I think she taught on Tuesday. I thought about this nursery rhyme popped in my head. I'm going to say it two different ways. I'm going to say it like my little four-year-old niece, Charlie. Humpty Dumpty sat in a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And everything came away with automation. Man, they're on again. That's Charlie, my four-year-old niece. <laughs> Here it is uh, as, a, as an adult. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Now, I know y'all tripping. Don't hang up. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I thought about um, the leaders, some leaders that drank their own Kool-Aid. And um, they, I mean, they had, it was grape Kool-Aid. This is my imagination. Grape Kool-Aid. Super sweet, cut the sugar with a little lemon, lemon juice, put some ice in that joker, had a straw, a big tumbler, had a straw, and they was rolling. They drank their own Kool-Aid. Some of it gulped it down. Some of them gulped it down. Some of it sipped on it. You know how we sip on stuff all day. Um, and so drank, drank their own Kool-Aid, and they got up on their high horse. Follow me. They got up on a high wall looking down at everybody else and how great they were. And they were. Some of these leaders are have been really, really great. I could I could start to think about um and I will date myself and that's okay. I thought I think about Jim Baker, I think about Jimmy Swagger, I think about so many of them. It's too many of them to name, but like drank drank their own Kool-Aid over time or or very, very quickly. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. The leader sat on the wall looking down at the people, how great he is or she is, because there were some women um, who are in the same category, how great they are, and they have all these people following them. Now, um, Jimmy um, Swaggart and Jim Baker were in a time period when there was no social media. There was no YouTube. There was live television services, and it was very costly to be a televangelist, but they had such a great following that, you know, they had, they received donations, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to keep them on, uh, to keep them on the air. And so as I fast forward, um, both of these men had falls and they were really, really big falls. Um, Jim had to do with, well, anyway, I'm not going to go into the details. They just fell from grace because they drank their own Kool-Aid, right? Sometimes leaders begin to feel like they're infallible and they can do no wrong. I'm, I'm talking about leadership, but I'm going to tie Thanksgiving into it. And so, but why would you talk about the faults of men? Because it's important, you guys. It is important, saints of God. It is important, victors, that we not, excuse me, that we not idolize men. It's important that we not idolize women. It's important that we not idolize um, our leaders because your leaders are human and because leaders are subject to fall. They can. 
given the right set of circumstances, can I tell you something? Can I keep it absolutely one on it? Given the right set of circumstances, I will I will sin given the right set of circumstances. Now, it's not my proclivity to sin. It is not my desire to sin. I don't, I'm not going to set out today to go sin, but given the right set of circumstances, my human nature can silence the spiritual man, and I can, Tanya can do what she wants to do because I'm a whole grown-up, and I can. <laughs> but it is my desire, my goal, my objective, my purpose in life to kill flesh, to kill self daily. I got to die daily. So let's go back to Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. One of the things that it's important to recognize is that um, I personally don't believe that someone just falls, a believer, somebody that is a leader like a Jimmy Swaggart or a, um, what's his name, Uh, 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 Baker, Jim Baker. Um, I don't believe that they just you know, something happens and they fall. I believe there's a process. That's what, I, that's what I'm talking about with regards to the Kool-Aid. They start drinking it um, and they start um, reducing perhaps the amount of time in prayer or whatever it is that, that built them up. They start to lag on it. I hope you're listening. We don't want to take breaks on, uh, you know, our prayer life, our worship, our private devotion the time that you spend with Declare Victory, the time and the work that you do with your ministries. Now, sometimes there are life experiences that happen, and we do have to start to um, uh, um, reduce the amount of time that we spend doing certain things. For example, I remember when my son was sick, um, I was sharing with someone the other day prior to his very first illness when he was diagnosed with stage four Hodgkin's lymphoma. Prior to that, like maybe a year or so before that, the Lord impressed upon me to intercede for sons, um, sons of people that I knew, um, sons that I knew were in and living an alternative lifestyle, um, and just sons in general. And I mean, every day I was interceding for these sons. And this was before we had um, social media the way that we have it. We were using instant messaging some kind of way i don't even really remember but it doesn't it doesn't matter and i remember we were using emails quite often and i posted or i sent out these prayers praying specifically for men but uh, for sons but the moral of the story is that once my son got sick i did not have the capacity to pray the way i had been i didn't have the capacity I'm still talking about leadership. I didn't have the capacity to read and study the word of God the way that I had been. But what had happened to me as a leader, his leader, his mom, (laughs) and even as a leader in church because I was, um, I did hold certain positions there. But as a leader, I had stored up so much that I was able to eat off of what I had stored up when I didn't have the capacity to read and study the word as I had been on a daily basis. And I'm telling you, it was so intense that I sometimes forgot to eat. I went from a size, I don't know, maybe it was a size 10 or maybe it was a size 8, maybe a size 10 to a size 4 in a matter of just a few um, weeks, right? Um, I was stressed. I absolutely was. And I'm still talking about leadership. But what I want you to get is we store up. Right, you're, what that time that you spend as a leader, right? Le- you're a leader. You're the leader of your family. That time that you spend storing up the Word of God, if the Word of God does not go out void, it will return to us. And as leaders, it's responsible in our summertime. I don't mean the summer, June, July, August. I'm talking about in the time our, of our spiritual lives when we're having spring and summer, we're not going through heavy trial because when autumn, especially winter comes, we've got to be able to feed off of something. 
And so if you don't store up, you won't have anything to feed off of once these trials, once your autumn or your winter comes, you won't have anything that is sustaining. So spending time in study is never a waste of time. Spending time on declare victory, because you got to do both. It's not enough for you as a leader. It's not enough for you to just only participate and declare victory. You have to have your own time of devotion and time of prayer where you're not saying so much, but you're listening for the voice of God. You're fine-tuning your spiritual ears so that you can hear the voice of God when he tells you to move. Now, another one of my favorite characters is Deborah. Deborah was a solid woman. She was not only the leader of the nation, she was also a prophetess. And those are my two favorite characters. I want to segue into being thankful uh, during these last few minutes. Um, And our responsibility today, if you are going to be gathering with anybody, our responsibility today as leaders. Now, we already, the notion of being a formalized leader with a title, you're an evangelist, a prophet, a blob, whatever, um, you have been ordained or you have been given a specific title of, of leadership, you know, maybe over a particular department or auxiliary in your church. That's, that's all of that's nice. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about taking ownership of being the spiritual leader of your family your family, your immediate family, or your extended family. You don't need their permission. You have God's permission. So today, this day of Thanksgiving, it is important for us not to ram things down people's throats. That's not what I'm talking about either. But it is important as believers that we set the tone. So, you know, when we go to Thanksgiving gatherings, especially when we're around our family members and what have you, things can get a little hectic. You know, we're there to be thankful, enjoy one another, you know, and depending on your family dynamic, you might have the the relative that drinks a little bit too much or, you know, pops too many pills or smokes too much, whatever, right? You may have that element in your family. Are you going to, are you guys, are you going to allow them to irritate you to the point where you can't, you make a decision, you can't enjoy Thanksgiving, so you're going to leave, or are you going to be the spiritual leader that perhaps talks to them if it's possible, if y'all have that type of relationship, or that you just, or that you pray silently? What are you going to do differently? Right. And and as the complaining, sometimes in, I know in my family, people begin to complain about various things, who didn't bring what, who's late, um, uh, who starts to make to go plates before we even um, have started the meal real good, who um, is causing drama. We have that in my family. I don't know about yours, but we have it in my family and somebody's going to get drunk at my family. I can I'm I'm picturing. I'm picturing the they're gonna sneak out and go do their little sip, but you know they're they're a functioning social alcoholic, so it, it, they won't get really loud and crazy. And then we have then we have in my family, my family dynamic, we have we have the those that would tend to talk loud and cause drama. Am am I gonna bite on that? I'm not gonna talk about y'all. I'm talking about me. Am I gonna bite on that, or am I going to begin to pray silently? And use words of wisdom as I ask the Holy Spirit, as I ask the Holy Spirit to give me direction. Um, did I? Did, am I doing all this that I'm doing this morning just to go and be frustrated? No, I've made a decision. I'm not going to be frustrated. I have every right to, by the way, at this point, um, based upon some things that happened to me yesterday. I'm fully justified to be frustrated, but I am not. I made a decision. How do you just, you just make a decision? I'm not. Uh, so, so I want to read a couple of scriptures uh, about um, being thankful, and then we're going to pray, and then we're going to I'm going to release you to go make your pumpkin pies and mashed potatoes if that's what you're making, or okra and or gumbo, whatever it is that you're making. I'm making German chocolate cake and macaroni and cheese and sweet tea. That was my that was my uh, assignment for this year. And thank God I don't have to cook a full meal. Full meal. Jeremiah 33, 11, the sounds of joy and gladness, the voices of bride and bridegroom and the voices of those who bring thank offerings to the house of the Lord saying, give thanks to the Lord almighty 
for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. Here's another one. Isaiah 12, 4 through 5, and on that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the people, make them remember that his name is exalted. Praise the Lord in song, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Isaiah 12, 45 through Five, excuse me, 12, four through five, I'm sorry. And then the last one that I really want to focus on is Leviticus 7, 11 through 12. And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offering that one may offer to the Lord. If he offers it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the thanksgiving sacrifice unleavened loaves mixed with oil, unleavened wafers smeared with oil, and loaves of fine flour well mixed with oil. You know, um, when we read the scripture, we read me, Tanya, when I read the scripture very often, I read from a Western perspective, thinking about flour. I go to the store and there are a variety of, y'all probably saw it when you went shopping for your Thanksgiving meals. There are a variety of different flowers that we can buy today. We can buy almond flour. We can buy self-rising flour. We can buy fine flour. We can buy unbleached flour. We can buy a white flour, just all kinds of flour that we have. I think there is even cauliflower flour. Mm, cauliflower flour. You try saying that fast five times. Don't do it right now. Do it later on. So there are all types of flour that we can buy. I just go to, you know, Smart and Final or Lucky's or wherever, and I just decide which one I'm going to get as well as anything else I'm going to get, and I put it in my basket, and I go and pay for it. That was not the story of the Israelites, especially while they were wandering in the desert for 40 years, right? That was They they didn't have no store to go to. They had to uh, go and harvest whatever it is that you make flour out of, wheat, for example. And then they had the women, they beat it. Um, they, and that, was, that took some work. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is that this scripture, I'm going to read it one more time. I wonder if you get it. And this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings that one may offer to the Lord. This peace offering, this thank offering was not a requirement. It was not. It was optional. Okay. Here's the the next verse. If he offers it for a Thanksgiving, then he shall offer with Thanksgiving sacrifice unleavened bread loaves mixed with uh, mixed with oil, unleavened wafers smeared with oil, and loaves of fine flour. So, um, if you understand sacrifice, when we offer a sacrifice, it is a sacrifice. It is something that put us out. For us, most of our sacrifices is money. If if we make a decision to do that for us today, but back then they were an agrarian society, so they didn't have access to a bunch of money, um, and so they offered things that they grew. Um, olive oil. If you think about smearing the unleavened bread with oil, they had to press the oil, and it was from the olive. You know how big an olive is? It's about the size of a grape, right? So it took tons and tons and tons of olives for them to press to make the olive oil in order for them to give the sacrifice for the thank offering. So while the thank offering is not uh, a requirement, God's desire is that we love him enough that we make the thanksgiving offering a part of the offerings that we give. How do I do that in a modern society? And I'm getting ready to wrap up. Um, something just happened to me. I just experienced a travesty. But you want me to thank God about that? Yes. How do we do that? First we decide. and Then we begin to say, God, I thank you. I don't like this right now, but I'm thankful. And we can exemplify that through and with our families on today. We can exemplify being thankful by reminding them, but guys, we're together. 
and we can thank God that we're together. So that so they burnt the turkey or the turkey is too dry, but we can thank God we can eat these other side dishes that we have. You can be the leader in your family and you can establish Thanksgiving by exemplifying it through your body language as well as the words that you use that are kind. You can exemplify leadership by being kind even to that funky relative that's acting up. <laughs> yes, I said it. They just acting nat they being nasty. You can offer words of kindness and encouragement and you can make a decision. You can command your morning and make a decision that I'm not going to be offended today by that relative who generally offends you. Or you can make a decision today, you did your best in making your black eyed peas and you missed one of the ingredients or they're a little bit hard and somebody is cracking jokes at you. You can make a decision not to be offended. You can start cracking jokes about them too. Or whatever the case may be, you can make a decision even before they leave or if you're hosting Thanksgiving, you can make the decision as the leader because some knowledge has been imparted to you. You can make a decision that no matter what goes on, you're going to be thankful. And you know what? Every now and then you can let it out of your house. Now, I don't know what your family dynamic is. You know, you may be the only one that's saved. Every now and then you could throw up your hand, throw your hand up and say, God, I thank you. Or you could just say thank you, however you want to do it, however the Holy Spirit leads you as the leader of your family to show thankfulness and gratitude. And you may feel like it's not really catching on. They don't want, you don't worry about that. You just do your part as the leader. Do your part as the leader by offering thanksgiving offering a smile, speaking, uh, don't address words, grievous words stir up anger, but a soft answer turns away wrath. So if somebody gets elevated, you can make a decision to talk right here, right here. You don't have to go there with them. You can make a decision that you're not going to bite. You're not going to let the little foxes destroy the vine. So that's it. That's all I have. I went a little bit longer than I anticipated, but I absolutely, my goal was to get you off of here before before seven o'clock to y'all. So y'all can go on and do what you do. Enjoy your family. So I'm going to pray. Uh, um, I'm not going to open it up for love, life, and victory um, because I want to be respectful of your time today, but I am going to pray. We're going to close out in prayer and listen, go and enjoy your family. And if you are someone that does not have family and friends to enjoy today, you're going to be, you know, you might be out of town because of business or what have you, or you just moved to a location and you don't have anybody to spend the day with, uh, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to spend some time with the Holy Spirit. And that, you might want to leave today and go to Starbucks or go to Pete's Coffee. I believe those places are going to be open. And ask the Lord to lead you. You might want to go out to breakfast today. Ask the Lord to lead you to the person um, that is in need of some fellowship. I know we got to be watchful, but I said ask the Holy Spirit to lead you. Don't just go on your own. Father, thank you for these, your precious people that made a decision to call in this morning and those that may listen to the playback later on. I lift them up this morning, Father, name by name and one by one. I heard some voices so I can put some names to some faces today. I won't start calling out those names, but I heard some voices and um, I don't know who all is on the call because we don't have the advantage of video, but I thank you that you know who's here. I thank you for those that made a decision that they would participate even while they're trying to get things together for today for their family celebrations, or maybe they're doing Friendsgiving. Whatever the case may be, Father, I pray your choice blessings over your people, those that made the sacrifice to be here, even those that wanted to be here, perhaps they overslept, or perhaps they were so busy with doing the things that they needed to do this morning, they just did not have the capacity. Maybe their ear, earbuds, the, the, the battery died, or maybe whatever, the phone died. I don't know, but you do. I lift them up before you as well. But God, I would be remiss if I did not offer first up for prayer uh, our leader, the leader of this Declare Victory, Dion and her family. Father, we lift them up. We pray that they will have a glorious celebration today, that they will enjoy one another, and that everyone else that is under the sound of my voice, that they make a decision that this is going to be a good day because you made it. Father, everything you make is good. 
So we thank you for the food that we're going to eat, those that are preparing food, um, those that have purchased food and it's already ready. I pray, God, that you would bless the food that and the beverages that we're going to be consuming, that you would remove all impurities, any bacteria that may have gotten in there and that may cause sickness or what have you. Father, I pray your choice blessings over your people and everything that we consume. I pray for the fellowship. I can see it in my mind. Uh, people enjoying one another, playing old school board games and talking about old memories and um, just enjoying one another's company. I can see it in my mind, in them embracing one another. Thank you, God, for what you're doing and the, the families that are being mended, those individuals that have been at odds with each other. Thank you for family unity, even if it is us as leaders, if we have to be the ones to say, forgive me, I'm sorry that we haven't been able to fellowship the way that we have. I'm sorry that we had that tiff with one another. Would you forgive me, even if they weren't in the wrong? I thank you that as leaders, that you inspire us to go beyond, look beyond the situation and strive for peace. Blessed is the peacemaker. Thank you, God, that we offer up the sacrifice of peace to you um, this morning and to that relative or this afternoon, whatever time they're getting together. I pray for those that have to go to work this morning and that, that will be joining their families later. I pray for those that are um, grieving the loss of a loved one. And perhaps this is the, the first uh, holiday that they're spending without their loved one. I pray, God, that you would comfort them in only ways that you know how to comfort that you will allow them to be at peace, that you would allow them to focus on the good times that they had with their loved one or their, or their friend, not their loss, not focus on the loss and not focus on negative things, but that they would change their um, perspective today about that loved one. Um, and for some, it's very fresh. Some lost their relatives yesterday, earlier this week, some even today. God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would comfort them. We thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to know you as father, as friend, as protector, as provider, as waymaker, as healer. Hallelujah. God, I even lift up those that are incarcerated. The holidays get especially hard for them because they're away from their family and, and loved ones. I pray for them today as well, God. In the name of Jesus, we magnify your great name. We thank you for all that you've done and all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Listen, y'all come off mute real quick so we can just at least greet each other, and then we'll go ahead and end the call. We're not even going to do it in an order today. If you're on the call this morning and you just want to say good morning, you want to uh, you want to greet us. We want to greet you too. So go ahead and you, Michelle. I'm Michelle. Rochelle, you can go ahead and <laughs> unmute everybody. <laughs> and listen, listen. Don't, but don't talk long now. We just want to. We just want to greet each other because we're gonna be off of here within seven minutes because it's gonna be seven o'clock. And I promised myself that I was gonna let y'all be off. Who is that? I thought I heard Moxie laughing. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Hello, everybody. Love you guys. <laughs> yes, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, pretty. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for the declaration of prayer. You're welcome. Beautiful. You're welcome. Anybody else? And so once you, once Happy you say your greeting, we'll... Real quick, once you say your greeting, go ahead and mute your phone so the next person will be able to hear them. Who was that who just said Happy Thanksgiving? Hi, this is Pamela, and great declaration. Oh. Just want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody on the Hi, call. Hi, Pamela. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I heard your declaration. I just didn't say nothing. I love you. It's so good to hear your sound again. Oh, thank you. Great to hear your sound, too. Happy Anybody else want to? Miss B. Tanya, thank you for your declaration. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless. Thank you for your declaration. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It's magnificent. Hey, magnificent. Good to hear you. Enjoy your day. You too, everyone. Good, Good morning. Is that Cynthia trying to speak? 
Yes. <laughs> good morning, dear. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. It's good to hear your voice, too. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. Somebody else was trying to speak when Cynthia was trying to speak. Who was that? This Glorious. Good morning, Tanya. Oh. This is Glorious. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Thank you. Same to you. Good morning, Miss Krishanda. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hey, Great Krishanda. Thank God you. Have a wonderful day. Good morning. This Stop. is Mary. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. God Happy bless you, and thank you for your beautiful declaration. Oh, thank you, Mary. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Charlotte, I walked in here, and all I smell is ham. Ooh, I want some of this ham so bad. <laughs> Who else is on the line? Hey, Tan. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome home. I love you. Grace, you're here. I love you more. Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, sister. It's Dimitriana. I love you. German Good chocolate morning. cake. Patty said. German chocolate cake, baby. German chocolate cakes. They done tricked me into making two. Anyone else? Well, happy Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm going to say make it three so when I come in January, I can have some. <laughs> <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, sweetie. <laughs> Anybody else? Oh, you coming in January? Well, I'm sorry, one second. You coming in January for the gala? Yes, ma'am. Gala or Yay. gala? I've never, I've never pronounced that. I always say it wrong. It doesn't matter. Y'all know what I mean. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll cut you off. Whoever was getting ready to say happy Thanksgiving. Yes, hey, Tammy. Tammy, uh, can you only make her a personal one? Just a bunt cake. Don't make her no whole one. Just still slice it in little pieces and keep it for the whole year. So just make her a little one. Don't make her oh. one she could take all the way back home. She ain't lying. Oh. I'm going to fly the whole thing back and I'm going to eat on it all year long in the freezer. One slice at a time. She ain't lying. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, I never said I was making one. <laughs> I got to pray about it. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Oh God! You know, I, you know what? I'm you going to believe. It. Uh, did I say it? Oh, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. You I have, think. you have blessed. <laughs> no I tell no you, I tell you what. I'm not gonna make no promises, but if you come to the gala, I'm gonna see if I can hook hook some of y'all up. That's just on here today. That's just on here today. So I heard Christina Joy. And magnificent. That's the only two people that I heard going once, going twice. That's it. It's six really? nine. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't forget, no, don't forget the host. Yeah, I'm the one who brought it up. No, I'm good. Oh my God. I don't uh hey, yeah, you, you petty. Am I petty? <laughs> But Starbucks is the only one open. Pete's not open. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to try I'm going to pray and ask God how I can do this. And I'm going to have some German chocolate cake. I promise at the gala. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Somebody going to have to get me a commercial kitchen or something. Oh, I think I know where I can do it. Okay. Anyway, it's 7 o'clock. We got to go. Bye. Talk to y'all later. Love you all. Give thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Love you. 